Good evening and welcome to Here There Be Monsters podcast. I am your captain, Derek Hayes. I want to apologize for the radio silence. It's been a trying few weeks for me here show-wise. Two major computer crashes on two separate machines has left me basically technologically crippled. In addition, the show received some terrible news a few weeks ago. As it turns out, this will be the final episode of Here There Be Monsters podcast. Now, I am not going anywhere, but due to the fact that the title of my show sounds very similar to that of another, slightly older show, I'm being forced to change the name. Fear not, the show itself is not going anywhere, the format is not changing, and the atmosphere is also not changing. The only thing that will change is the title of the show, which will now be known as Monsters Among Us Podcast. I had a personal connection with the old title, so it hurt my heart to have to change, but quite frankly I do not have the time, money, or resources to fight it. So I guess, welcome to Monsters Among Us, I am your guide, Derek Hayes. As a result of the previously mentioned issues, it's now that I need your help more than ever. If you have a story you've not yet submitted, or have not yet left a review on iTunes, now is the perfect time to do so. The transition for me will be a difficult and costly one, so I appreciate any help I can get from you, the listener. Unfortunately, tonight I only have one story to share with you. This story is a recently submitted one from the state of Michigan. This is a story that my dad loves to tell around the campfire. It's a story he heard 40 years ago, so perhaps it's best to take it with a grain of salt. Anyway, here it is. Sometime in the 70s, my dad went up to his friend's cabin near Ontonagon in Michigan's Upper Peninsula to help with some maintenance. His cabin was out in the middle of nowhere and was surrounded by hundreds of acres of woods. There was only one neighbor nearby, an old man. We'll call him John. He lived in the woods most of his life. One evening, they went over to visit him. They sat around the table talking, and somehow the conversation turned to the supernatural. John told the two younger men that, believe it or not, he'd seen Bigfoot. Then he proceeded to tell them his story. When he was younger, he and his brother, we'll call him Bill, often camped in the woods and went deer hunting. One day in late fall, they were out on one such trip when it started to get dark. John and Bill made a fire and laid out their sleeping bags on either side of it to keep warm. Then they drifted off to sleep. Sometime later, John awoke to the sensation of someone pushing his back. He mumbled, "'What is it, Bill?' There was no answer, so thinking he was dreaming, he settled back down to sleep. But then he felt it again, 
someone pushing his back. He said, Bill, cut it out. Again, there was no answer, but then he felt the push one more time. Fed up, John opened his eyes only to see Bill still curled up in his sleeping bag on the other side of the fire. John turned over onto his back to see what had been pushing him, and there he saw this giant thing standing over him. Its enormous eyes reflected the dying light of the fire, and it just stood there staring at John, who stared back, horrified. Not knowing what else to do, John quickly pulled the sleeping bag over his head. A few moments later, he heard the thing slowly move away and walk into the woods. John spent the rest of the night in terror, didn't sleep, and didn't stick his head back out of the sleeping bag until daylight. That morning, he told his brother what had happened. Bill said, oh, I know, I watched the whole thing. John asked, why didn't you say anything? To which Bill replied, I wasn't going to do anything in case that monster decided to come over by me. John and Bill quickly packed up and returned home, calling off the rest of their trip. And when he told this story to my dad, John swore that this truly happened. However, he'd take into account that at this point, I'm repeating a story that my father heard 40 years ago, and which took place decades before that. And still, this story has always stuck with me, especially because if it is true, it, it, it was witnessed by two people who were hunters and knew those woods well. It does seem like the most likely explanation is that they had attracted a bear, but I doubt that with their experience. They would not have misidentified a bear or any other animal. Thank you for your submission and for passing the story on. This call immediately made me think of the Albert Otzman story. The following is a clip from the 1972 documentary Bigfoot, Man or Beast. In the clip, Otzman is... In the clip, Osman is interviewed about a similar experience. Prospector Albert Osman, in 1924, was camped near Toba Inlet in British Columbia. While asleep in a sleeping bag, he was picked up and packed several miles. Daylight found him in a small valley encircled by cliffs. This was home for a family of these creatures. He was able to escape after six days by getting them sick on a box of snuff. Now let's listen to Mr. Osman's experience. Well, uh, there was four of them, and uh, yeah, none of them looked alike. There was uh, what I called the old man, because I had no scale or any rules for measurement, but he was at least eight feet tall, and most of them at least 800 pounds. Uh, but the, the, what I call the old lady, she, uh, she couldn't have been over about six, seven hundred pounds. She was probably uh, seven feet tall. And uh, uh, they were all covered with hair. I personally do not know what to make of Ostman's account. He claims his story took place back in 1924, but did not share his encounter for another 25 years. Perhaps that is a red flag, or perhaps that lends credence. I really can't be sure. I highly recommend you do your own research on Albert Otzman. His tale, real or fake, is astounding and worthy of further investigation. As for tonight's submission, it was read by the very talented actor and friend of the show, Donnie Smith. Thank you, Donnie. 
And that does it for this, the final episode of Here There Be Monsters podcast. Please tune in next week for the first episode of Monsters Among Us. And fear not, I have no plans of slowing down. If anything, I'm going to use this transition to expand the show to its limits. Thank you for your patience through this trying time, and most especially, thank you for listening. And until next week...